hello, hello, all of my bedroom playmates. This is Nika Ray or Nika Nicole. I am so glad to be back today. I know we've missed like two weeks. It has been like such a busy month of March for me. So you all please forgive me, but hopefully I'll be right back on track. And I do go on vacation, though, on April the 18th. I think that's the next Monday. So I'm on vacation then, so we will not have a show then. So I'm letting you all know in advance so y'all won't be so surprised. I'm so sorry to do that to you all every time. And, Keyroy, are you there today? Yes, yes, you hear me? Hey, honey, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I am doing wonderfully well. It's so good to hear your voice. Yeah, you as well. It hasn't seemed like it's been a while, huh? You say what now? It doesn't seem like it's been a while, doesn't it? It has. And I, um, it really has been a while. It's like, you know, we, you know, first it was the funeral. Then when I came back after that, I was slammed with a lot of work. So I've been just so extremely busy from my, you know, my uh, daytime job and then doing my counseling. So it's been very busy. And guess who we have with us today? We have Miss Tamika. Greetings. How are you guys tonight? Hi. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> Don't act like that. <laughs> Do not act like that. I'm here tonight. Well, I'm here tonight. To the the thank you. It's good to be back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, Kiwa, Tamika and I had a great time. She joined my live, my little Facebook live show that I like to do during the week. And that goes for any relationship. So it was actually very good. So I'm going to share it again in the group tonight so people can see it. And, and she had a few admirers, too. Girl, well, I'm not surprised to hear that. <laughs> you know, y'all, I, can, I, can, I cannot with you all. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turned out, out myself, Yes, you have to check it out, Kiwa. I do one. I do one or two every week, and then this time I was like, you know what? I want to do it a little differently. Let me ask Tamika to get on here with me, and she got on there with me. We had a great time. Lots of questions, lots of comments. So it definitely seemed to be helpful. So I was so happy you all was able to join us. So tonight, everyone, we are talking about body image and self-esteem. How do those two things affect am I saying it right? Affect the relationship. So Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, (laughs) affect so I think it's gonna be a great discussion. I'm really looking forward to it. And we hope you all um join in press one 
if you would like to make a comment, of course, you can always post in the actual um, invite and talk to us there as well. So what we're going to do is start off with a song, and then we will come back. And it's going to be Just the Way You Are by Bruno Mars. Let me make sure it can play it. Play it for me earlier. So give me a second.
perfect song to bring us to our topic for today. I love that song, and I love how much it celebrates the female, regardless of her body type, skin color. None of that is talked about in this particular song. You know, it's just saying that you're beautiful just the way you are. And are you all there? We're here. Oh, okay, because, you know, sometimes, T-Roy, you know I will start talking and I'll be on yeah, mute, right? So, okay. <laughs> let me make sure I'm not yeah, on mute because I was so quiet, right. okay? <laughs> but, yes, I love that song. What? How do you two feel about the topic tonight? Well, I think the topic is interesting. Um, I think that I'm... I'm interested to hear everyone's viewpoint. Um, I think, you know, self-esteem has a lot to do with, I I don't know, I just, I guess my personal belief is that, you know, it has a lot to do with the way that you see yourself as an individual, the way that you see yourself in relationships and things like that. And, you know, I really want to hear, you know, people's thoughts as far as giving me something that maybe I haven't, you know, something I haven't thought of or a perspective that, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, I would have thought of otherwise. So just I'm I'm excited to hear some things that are a little out of the box, a little unconventional. So um, I guess we'll see what's going to go on with tonight's discussion. Okay. Key Roy, any thoughts you um, want to share before we start? Yeah, I, you know what, I think this topic is, um, y'all hear me pretty good? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Um, I think this topic is is more is, is is more important than people think because people actually put their life on hold because of how they feel about themselves. You know, um, they don't mm-hmm. do certain things. They don't go. They don't go out to certain places. They don't want to um, go to socializing events um, because of you know how they feel about themselves. So I'm really you know really looking forward to seeing what we get out of the discussion. And hopefully somebody will get something out of it, you know. Uh, but that's my take. I, really, I hope so, too. I do want us to kind of talk about, I have a few points that I would like to make tonight. Because the way you feel about yourself really will determine the type of relationships you cultivate in your life. How you cultivate those relationships and if you even cultivate them at all. So if you're feeling, if you're a confident person and you feel good about who you are, you feel good about the information you're going to give out, or just if you just feel good in general, it's easier for you to meet people, to allow people to come into your space. It's easier for you to get a promotion, to go on a job interview, to get the job, to ask for a raise, to, you know, ask someone out on a date. So self-esteem and body image affect so many parts of our lives. So tonight. I did want to kind of start with 10 ways it actually affects um, women in relationships. So if you have a low self-esteem, I'm going to talk about a few. But the first one that I really wanted to point out is um, testing. You will start testing the people around you to see if they really care. Like if you meet a guy and you are really interested in this guy, 
then you may start, I mean, you're really interested in a guy. The guy is being nice to you. Now you're questioning, well, is he really doing that because he loves me? Does he really care about me? Um, does he really want to be with me? And then as soon as he does something to mess up, or she, because it could be a female as well, as soon as that person does something to mess up, now you're like, see, I told you so. I knew it. I knew it was going to go bad. I knew he really didn't care. I knew she really didn't love me. I know I'm very unlovable. So you start self-sabotaging the relationship before it can even get started. Or it could get, you know, or you may, as soon as they mess up, you're giving up automatically. Like, I'm done. I'm completely done because I knew it wasn't going to work in the first place. So I think that's a really big thing that a lot of us do when we feel we don't feel good about who we are, we self-sabotage. Yeah. Have you experienced that? Yeah. Have you all experienced that before or know of anyone that does that? Um. Me, well, I've, I've actually, I've actually, um, I've known people who who have talked to me about their relationships and things, things like that, and I just tell them, you know, just because they did that, that don't mean they don't like. I mean, they just like look for reasons for, for, you know, this is almost like they look for reasons to justify the fact that a person don't like them, type of deal. When when it don't really be, when it don't really be that serious, you know. So, uh, but I've, I've actually, I've known a couple of people who, but I've, I've seen it the other way around too, you know, uh, where people really think that somebody do like them <laughs> and they really don't. So uh-huh. I would see both ends of it. Yeah, but I know you're coming from with that. And, and a lot of times it is something mm-hmm. really just putting it on themselves, you know. And um, I, I don't remember what happened out of relationships, though. But I've, I have I have um, encountered people who had those type of relationships before. Tamika, did you have anything about, you wanted to share? I mean, I think everyone has experienced that at some point in their life. Um, I think that you know what one person has going on in their life would also, like you said, just affect the way that they view personal relationships, the way they view themselves, the way that they view what happens mm-hmm. in those relationships. So um, I think you did express a valid point. Yeah. And, and I, I think and I that as well. You say you have gone through that? Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, it's just a natural part of, you know, I think what people go through when you're entertaining personal relationships and and or any situation where you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You know, it happens. It's going to happen. It's just a way in which you process it and, you know, how you let it affect, you know, your decision-making process and in whatever capacity you're dealing with at that particular moment, so. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, they get to a place where they feel so bad about who they are as a person. They feel like nobody nobody else can love them. And it's like mm. when someone does try to be nice to them or treat them well or maybe sweep them off their feet, they're like, I can't believe this is even happening. Not me. I don't deserve this. And I think that's a very yep. sad place to be because you keep yourself blocked off from allowing new experiences to come into your life. 
sometimes we have to get to a place where we can just live and we can just let loose and we can just go with the flow. Um, so I like that one a lot. Another one is, um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just about to say <laughs> how you mentioned an example how if you're being nice to somebody and they say they can't believe it. Some people even go to the point where they think it's something up they see like they play some kind of trick or a joke on them or something like that. Um, that's kind of messed up too. But but it's, but it's reality though. Some people really do be thinking, uh, uh, I know they must be up to something. I know he ain't really trying to do this just to be nice and stuff like that. Right. So a lot of people then- anyway though. Mm-hmm. And then what ends up happening too? They end up going. They'll settle for the person who's treating them like shit. You know, they'll be like, okay, yeah. you know, the person who's dogging about doing them bad, they feel okay with that because then in their head they don't have to question. They don't have to wonder. Right. I guess it's like I know what I'm getting. I'm getting somebody who's crazy, who's messed up, whatever. I don't have to wonder if they really care or really like me type stuff. Maybe they don't have to put themselves through the guess, guessing game that they put themselves through when someone's treating them with respect. Mm. Yeah, that's something to think about. Because I always used to wonder yeah. why they do that. You know, and that made, you made a valid point right there. Uh, it is to take away the guessing game. They know who they're getting and all that good stuff. Yeah, but they they selling themselves short doing that, though. You know? Exactly. I definitely agree. The, uh, another reason I have is being guarded. Like you, you maybe you've gone through a bad relationship in the past or you've seen your parents go through a bad relationship, and now you're kind of put a wall up because in your head it's like, I can't trust. I'm not going to trust you. If it didn't work for my parents, I know it's not going to work for me. Or I'm afraid to let you in because I'm afraid that you're going to hurt me too. Like, mm. I've seen, you know, other people being hurt in my life. Um, and then you may not even feel like you want to love somebody because maybe you have a fear of being abandoned because maybe your dad left, you know, when you was younger. So now you feel like everybody's going to leave you. So I think that's a really good one. Well, I have a I have a question in regards to mm-hmm. um, what you have just. I have a um a comment to say about what you were just saying about, you know, if you're I guess if you're if your parents didn't have a, a healthy relationship, I guess the things that you've seen, you know, that will obviously determine your perception to some degree on personal relationships. But I think one of the things that I've even learned in my personal experience is it's okay with being guarded to a certain extent because, you know, my parents, you know. I was raised in the house with all of my siblings. My parents were married, and they had a wonderful marriage. But I'm guarded for other reasons outside of that. You know, I've in my life and, you know, my personal life, you know, I've been around healthy relationships. So in mm-hmm. my experience, you know, it has, you know, absolutely nothing to do with, the, you know, the relationships that I've witnessed, you know, growing up. It was just more of, you know, the things that I want for myself or, like, you know, what I thought I wanted or maybe, you know, what I thought I wanted wasn't really what I wanted. And I think that um, I think it's okay to be guarded to a certain extent, you know, where obviously it's not compromising you as an individual or your emotional needs or what have you. 
Can you say that last part again? About what? About being guarded and that it's okay to a certain extent? No, just the last little bit that you were saying about your emotional needs. I didn't hear everything you said. No, I mean being guarded to the point where, you know, it's not compromising your emotional needs or you're not being able to meet or get those emotional needs met. Right. I think, like I think it's, it's a lot of times, of course, it has something more. We all have our own reasons. I think a lot of us have our own reasons. Sometimes it may not have anything to do with your self-esteem. It just may be because you just not ready to commit or you're not ready to give yourself to somebody or be responsible for somebody else's emotional place. So it can, it can always do with something else. But I do think, like, in this particular particular um, case is more to do with how other relationships have affected the way you view relationships, which, you know, can cause the person to be guarded. But I think you made some right. point, too. I think we do need, in a way, to, we can't always just go into everything giving our all right away. We still have to build up some type of trust factor. So we do need to kind of guard our hearts a little bit in the beginning, but we have to also be willing to open up and allow someone to come in and to love us. Yep, it's just about finding that right person to do it with. You say what now? It's just all about just um, finding that right person to, to open up to, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Find the right person to open up to. You say what, Tamika? I, I, said, I said that would be the struggle for a lot of people. Yeah. That is a struggle because I think well, I think it's so many factors when it comes to finding the right person to open up to. We Think about technology today. You have people who are doing a lot of dating online. So you have a lot of catfishing type things going on. A lot of people create personas online that are not necessarily true when you meet them in person. So that's one thing you kind of guarded by. Then you have this is like a microwave society. Everybody wants everything that they want all at one time. So they're no longer taking the time to get to know someone to even be sure if this person is for them or if they even like this person enough. Sometimes it's like, okay, you you messed up one time, I'm done with you. I don't want to even get to know you past this one mistake that you made. And then you kind of just throwing people away. So I think that we're just in a society where we're not really paying attention and really building genuine, authentic relationships with each other, which causes a lot of us to be guarded and afraid. Because we don't know if you're here to hit it and quit it, you know, or are you really here to try to build a relationship, have a family one day, you know, the things that you read about in books. Is that what you're here for? So I think we have a lot of things to be guarded by, and it's a lot of factors that play into it, not just self-esteem, but it's it's a really, really interesting um, thing. Another one mm-hmm. that, oh, were you going to say something before I said anything? No, you got it. 
Okay. Somebody press one, so let me bring this person on, and then um, we'll come back. 8309. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you doing? Good. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> Man, I, you know I had to comment on this one because, I, I mean, I spent – most of my life having the exact issues that y'all talking about with, uh, you know, self, um, you know, body image issues and um, dealing with uh, insecurities within myself. And I know a lot of it came from me being very young. My mom uh, left my dad when I was about three years old and my dad raised me. And for a long time, I felt like it was my fault. You know, I felt like, you know, um, you know, I just asked myself so many different questions. Like, man, you know, did I do something wrong? Was I, you know, a bad kid? Um, and then as I got a little older, you know how cruel some kids could be. I didn't have the best of things. So I never had, like, the Nikes and, and all this other stuff. So I didn't feel like I looked like the other kids. I didn't really fit in, you know, but I I would beat myself up. You know, I would internalize everything and make it about me. And it took me being around other people and just opening up and talking about, you know, the things that I was feeling within myself and even talking to my mom and letting her know how I felt. Um, You know, those things changed me it made me see things from a different perspective. And um, one thing that was told to me was that, um, which is, 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 is pretty blunt, but I was told that um, who are you to be so vain to think everything has something to do with you? That and that's such a good statement. I ain't trying to cut you off, but I just kind of want to pitch and hold and put it right there real quick. I tell my clients that same thing all the time. Why do you think that this whole world is about you? People don't make decisions just because of who you are. They're making decisions because of who they are and the things that they're dealing with and the things that they're fighting in their life. But go ahead. I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. And then what that helped me do was, you know, take all the anger and the hurt and the pain from within myself and, uh, and, make it more of an external thing and recognize that, you know what, these people that are saying these negative things to me, even with my mom leaving, they were doing what they know to do. It's my job to do the best that I can do and to be the best person that I can be. And guess what? When I was younger, I didn't have any control over the clothes that I wore or, you know, the, the the things that I had, but now I have a chance to make a change in my life, you know, and it's not all about money. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's all about being able to buy a pair of Nikes. It's being able to work out and get in the gym and make my body the way I, I want it to be, you know, making the right food choices for myself because guess what? Now I have a choice. Dad's not taking me to McDonald's. I can go and buy some fresh vegetables. And now it's not just wearing some baggy clothes because it's covering up whatever I'm insecure about. I can make a conscious decision and say, you know what, I'm going to go out and get me some clothes that fit. 
so I can be presentable for this job interview so that I can feel good about myself when I leave the house, you know, because how you feel mentally, I feel like a lot of times affects the things that you put on, your hygiene, you know, the the type of jobs that you go for, the people that you interact with. So I think when we're dealing with, you know, self-confidence and and body issues and relationships, it's full spectrum. We can't just look at it one way, or at least I learned not to look at things one way and create a victim within myself, you know. So, I mean, that's just my little two cents of growth that I I went through. Well, I think that was wonderful, very powerful, and I applaud you for being self-assured enough to always share your story, and I do really appreciate it, because it helps other people. Abandonment, feeling like you're abandoned or feeling like no one wants you, feeling like no one cares, particularly your primary support group, who are normally your parents or your guardians, really can affect your self-esteem in a huge way, and it makes you feel like if they don't love me, then it's really hard for someone else to love me. Absolutely. Mhm. Right. So for you to get to a place where you can grow beyond that and realize that, you know, my parents, it's like you have to, you had to get to a space because I've had to be in this same space as well. That my mom was, she's a human before she's my mom. She's a person before she was my mom. So that means she's going to deal with different things, and she's experiencing life in a totally different way that has nothing to do with her being my mother. So some of the decisions she's making, they have nothing to do with me at all. So we have to start seeing the humanness in other people before we put in place all of their faults onto us because right. it's not fair. Right. So, that was powerful. Thank you. I feel like I have the power now. <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> May the force be with you. <laughs> and you know, I just watched that movie today, and I feel like I have the force. So, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Joe. No, I'm glad that you glad that you shared that because our next point was when you don't see yourself as naturally lovable. And that is basically coming from exactly what you just said. You're feeling like you just don't love me naturally. So when you feel that way, you feel like you have to fight for love or you have to fight and hold on to whatever piece of love that comes into your life. You don't want it to leave you. So you may hold on it so hard that it's so with so much intensity that it pushes that person away anyway. Right. You also hold on. Definitely been through that. You say what? Who who was you talking all, first? Oh, this Kira. I'm sorry. I was going. I was Go going to ask you. Um, in that case, can you also hold on it so hard that? You don't recognize the bad aspects of the relationship or the person you're dealing with? I think so. Yeah. That you hold on, that you want this love. You want it to be something so, you want it to be right for you so bad that 
you don't want to let go of it, and you don't want to have to repeat the cycle of finding somebody else. So let me just keep what I already have. Because at least I know you. At least I know how you're going to talk to me. At least I know what you're going to do, even if it's the bad things that you're doing to me. At least I know it. And I don't have to worry about finding somebody else to love me because I already found found what I'm, quote, unquote, searching for. So, yeah, I do think that it will make you hold on to someone who isn't necessarily good for you because you have a fear of no one else giving you what you want. Y'all are quiet tonight. No, I look, look, I have something to say about that one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I experienced that I experienced that very thing. I would stay in relationships, y'all, I mean forever. And I knew in my heart that this wasn't the person for me, but I felt like it was the best that I could get because I had been through so many other terrible relationships before that. But I think what had to be recognized was that if you keep going through the same thing, obviously there's something that these people are telling you that might be right. You know, the mm-hmm. the, the cycle is not going to keep going on if you don't make a change within yourself. You know, a lot of times we attract the same type of people. We, um, Indulge in the same type of conversation Every time we meet somebody new The same couple questions come up You know, and we're not really Changing our habits You know, so I think I think like it it all begins With you, I think those good Positive relationships, even with Friends and family, it all begins With you, you know Where where do you start? Hmm and I think that goes back to developing developing your confidence in who you are as an individual. How much do you know about yourself? How much do you know about what you want, what you need, how you want to be loved before you go out seeking a relationship with someone else? Because if you're not an expert on yourself, you can't expect somebody else to be an expert on you or to even want to learn who you are if you haven't taken the time to learn who you are. Then you end up in these relationships with people. You're, you don't know what the things that you want. You're kind of, you know, piecing it together as you go. Then they're, they don't know what you want. they just kind of trying to follow the little breadcrumbs that you leave behind. And then it's like you end up just imploding and you're not working at all. And now you go out and you seek the same type of thing from somebody else. Because, like you said, you're kind of standing in your same circles, you're meeting the same people, you're doing the exact same habits that you did when you were in the last relationship because you don't know no better, because you don't know yourself anyway. Right. I think that's why, you know, um, a lot of people say uh, you have to date yourself. And you have to ask the question, would you date you? You know, um, I've had women tell me in the past, they like, man, you said you wanted X, Y, and Z. I give you X, Y, and Z. Now you want something else. Now, now it's not enough. Or now I'm doing it too much. You know, so I think we have to start dating ourselves. Take that time to learn new things, experience new things, broaden your horizons. That way, you're you better prepared for a relationship. 
You know, if you go every day and play basketball, <clears throat> come home, eat dinner, you know, you you typically going to meet the same type of people at the basketball court, and you're definitely not meeting nobody in your house unless you're on the Internet. So why not go to a book signing or, you know, go to, you know, a, a, a different event or venue where you can meet like-minded individuals? And I think that that would also, you know, change the re, the reception that you get as well. That is so true. I think also, if you even look at it from, because you wrote something in the thing where you said it's scary changing your habits and opening up to new relationships. I think even if we apply this to being in, you're in a relationship with someone, we grow constantly. Like we're always growing. So there's always something new to learn about just yourself. So you have to be open enough to learn about yourself. But you also have to be open enough to know that there are going to be changes in your relationship and you have to be open to talk about those changes and work through those changes. And I think some of us, we get to a place where we're not confident enough in ourselves that when those changes happen, we just kind of give up and we don't think it's going to work and we kind of run away. So. Right. So, that. what do you think of what you think of a first step for someone? Like, what is what is the first step that someone can take to build some self confidence? Like, is there some type of tool that you could provide, or maybe an exercise to to help build self confidence? I think it starts with. I like the point that you made, and this is what I tell all of, all of my people. Date yourself. Love yourself first. We always have something about us that we don't necessarily like, and that's okay. You know, I may not like my eyes, but that doesn't define, those eyes don't define who I am as a person. So it's like embrace the things that you don't like, but start being able to identify what other ways are you contributing to this world. And it can start with finding your purpose. When you find your purpose, it boosts your self-esteem tenfold because now you feel like, I know what I'm doing here. I know where I'm going. I know what I want to do. And now you're starting to open up your horizons because now maybe you're building a business. So you are opening your circle to different people. Or maybe you're taking a public speaking class now because you know you want to speak better in front of an audience. So you're meeting new people then, and now you're becoming more confident in the things that you're saying, so now you can effectively communicate your needs and your wants. That increases your confidence automatically. When you're able to communicate well, you feel so much better about yourself. So learning more about yourself, taking yourself out, figuring out what are the things that you like to do. Do you enjoy painting? So you may go take a painting class. Do you enjoy hiking? So now I'm going hiking tonight, you know, today or whatever. Um, and then finding your, identifying your purpose. Challenge yourself and take yourself out on a date alone. Go to a nice restaurant and just treat yourself. Even if you have to start sending yourself flowers every month, just and with a different note that says you're beautiful or I love you. Or if any of you all do, any of you all watch Being Mary Jane, she would 
post her little self affirmations up on her mirror or on her bed post every day talking about how much she cares about herself. And it's different little sayings. So you can make self-affirmations where you're talking about, you know, today I'm going to have a good day. Don't forget to smile today. Don't forget that you're beautiful. Something where you're constantly reminding yourself what a good person you are. So it's plenty of things. And I'll post some more stuff down when we go in the, um, when I put it in the group because I've been typing up the five, I mean, the, the ten reasons why self-esteem affect relationships. But after I type that up, then I'm going to post some tips on how to gain your self-confidence and then gain your self-confidence in all areas of your life because it doesn't just apply to dating. It applies to everything we talked about in the beginning, the job promotion, uh, interviewing, meeting friends, saying what you want, and being emotional emotionally assertive in your entire life. So I will post some other stuff. Tamika, did you have some tips that you wanted to share? I mean, I think for me, one of the things that I do, um, I do do affirmations. And I also, I'm more of a, a spiritual person. So um, I know a lot of times if I'm feeling like, you know, I'm feeling insecure or, um, in my feelings, whether it's about, you know, my body or personal relationships, um, I get to a point where I'll isolate myself and I'll try to center myself spiritually. I'll try to, uh, you know, get rid of the negative thoughts. I try to reframe a lot. Um, and I think for me it's just always it's just always about what I'm thinking or how I'm reframing um, certain experiences or whatever it is that I'm, that I'm dealing with in the moment. So I know for me that works for me. Um, you know, everyone may not be spiritual or, you know, or some people just may, I don't know. I can't, I really, I, I think it just works. I think it, it works for me. So, I mean, if that works for someone, I mean, you know, getting your thoughts together, you know, you know, taking yourself out of toxic situations. Um, if you're at that particular point where it's something that's recurring, you know, figure out who those people or those triggers are and, you know, take yourself out of those situations and start reframing and allowing yourself to gain another perspective that's more positive and that's more, um, I guess, just more in line with where you want to be and, you know, the thoughts that you want to have and the direction that you want to go with your life, whether it be personal or not. Yeah, I definitely agree. And something else you said and that made me think about this one, stop comparing yourself to other people. That's like the very first thing that you have to do. When you stop comparing your life to other people, you will realize your own importance and your own self-worth. We cannot base our self-worth on what's happening in somebody else's life because we haven't walked in their shoes. We don't know half the things they went through to get to where they are. It is just we're not going to have the same journey. So we have to stop comparing ourselves and then stop start focusing on the things that we can change. Like a lot of the things that Chase said earlier in reference to now I know that I don't necessarily like, I now I can go and exercise. If I don't, if I want a bigger booty, I can go do some squats. I got some, I can, I got some control over that. You know, I can get a little bigger booty, but I can't get taller. So I'm short, I'm just short. Like I don't need to sit up here and focus on how short I am for the rest of my life. And 
you know, this, and you just end up driving yourself crazy. But focus on things that you really can change about yourself, and that helps you feel better. I know with some article I read where this kid was being bullied in school and how he took power over that was he started just working out. He started bodybuilding to make himself feel stronger, not only on the outside, but make himself feel stronger on the inside as well, and it helped him gain more confidence, and it decreased the bullying. So it's like there are things that we can change about ourselves that we necessarily don't like that can help us feel better and help us gain more confidence. Um, also, dressing, dressing better. Even if you, a lot of us think that we have to go out here. We were talking about this conversation the other day. Like, I love me some Marshalls. Most of the things that y'all see me in on Facebook come from Marshalls, even the shoes. Because I'm not going to spend all my money on Louis Vuitton and all that other stuff when I feel like I can look just as good as something from Marshalls that was maybe $25. And I'm happy. But we can we can dress the way we where we want to be, to get us where we want to be. If I know that I'm trying to be the CEO of a company, I may need to start dressing up in more business suits, looking like the CEO of that company. That helps boost your self-esteem. And you don't have to be rich to dress nicely and keep yourself well accentuated. Tamika, did you have anything else you was going to say? Because I think I kind of cut okay. you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know um, one of the things that I really like to do is um, I love working out. I love going on spiritual walks. Um, sometimes, you know, just, you know, getting out that, that energy and just, you know, sweating it out. Um, I know I like to pamper myself. I love massages. Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, just to refocus my thoughts, sometimes I just like to be by myself and in my own thoughts, you know, trying to figure out what my next move is going to be. Um, I know mm-hmm. that gets me excited for endeavors that I'm, you know, that I'm trying to, you know, speak into fruition. So, you know, just think about what my next step in life, you know, revisiting my goals, whether I'm adding some, crossing some out. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of different ways that people can, you know, pick up their spirits when they're feeling, um, when their self-esteem mm-hmm. is taking a hit. Yes, definitely. And when you said spiritual walk, it made me think about, being able to surround yourself with beautiful things. Like if you change your environment, if you lighten up your environment, like colors really make a difference. Like the sunshine actually helps boost our serotonin levels, which increases our um, happiness, you know, help us feel happy and less depressed. And we all know that in the wintertime people become more depressed because it's so gloomy outside, it's dark. So dark colors can cause you to feel a little lower about who you are. So you want to brighten up your environment with beautiful flowers, maybe make the colors, some yellow, some white, some popping greens and beautiful blues and purples. You know, just changing your environment can really, really help. Um, Kira, did you have something you wanted to share for people? Okay, well, maybe keyword kind of, we probably lost keyword. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know where he went. But building a support system, Tamika's, I think it's another good one. It, it is. Making sure it that is. you have a support system. It because is. the people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that, uh, you know, like you were just saying, you know, surrounding yourself, you know, around like-minded individuals. Um, You know, I always have this thing where, you know, if I'm feeling down and I'm feeling inspired, you know, just networking, you know, again, that, you know, allows you to, you know, draw, you know, draw people's energy, draw from people's energy and, you know, just get excited about new things. So, um, I think that is a good idea, you know, like you said, surrounding yourself about, you know, around positive people and just getting excited about things. Exactly. Surrounding yourself with positive people, being more excited about different things. Like I say all the time, you know, I was the type of person, I would go to work, I come home, and I go back to work, you know, with my business or counseling other people. And I didn't give myself time to enjoy life. And it was just before I knew it, I haven't done anything with myself the entire week. You know, I was maybe poured a lot of energy into some everybody else and, and their problems and their concerns and their issues, which I love to do. However, it's, I'm not balancing it and I'm not taking the time to love myself. And sometimes allowing all that energy in, all the negative energy in, but not having a way to expel that negative energy can cause you to feel depressed can cause you to feel down. So I had had to start finding a way to let that negative energy out. And, and I, you know, I was saying it on the video last week that, of course, being with Chase, you know, hanging out with Chase and doing things with her, she has gotten me to a place where now I'm enjoying life. I'm learned to put that balance in. And I can take away and expel the negative that I bring in and bring in some positive energy, which helps balance my hormonal levels so that I'm not allowing myself to fall down into a depression, which keeps me healthy to help you all. So (laughs) we Hmm. have to have good, good balance, and if we don't, we will continue to feel, you know, bad about ourselves. Um, Something else that I read, I thought it was really good. Um, It said, oh, treat yourself as you do others. Like, the way you talk to yourself, would you talk to someone else that same way? And if you say no, then that means you are giving yourself a lot of negative self-talk. We have to be able to change our self-talk, and that is really huge. If you know that you're coming up and you're saying something negative about who you are as a person, automatically change that to something positive. I try to do that daily. If I'm thinking something like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is going to be the worst day ever, I change it really quickly and I say, no, this is going to be a good day. I'm having a good day. I'm going to have a good day. And if I say it aloud, I'm putting that energy in the atmosphere. I'm attracting a good day to me. So we have to learn as soon as we start saying negative stuff about ourselves in our mind, we need to change it around and say something positive instead and say it aloud so that you can start attracting that good energy to you. And Keyroy, 
he said that he's talking. We just can't hear him. So, <laughs> oh no. So I'm goodness. sorry, Keyboard. <laughs> I know I did not mute you. I have you on, so I don't know. Uh, anything else you wanted to say to me? And I'm going to post a lot of this stuff in the group, so I want you all to be able to read it. But anything else you you wanted to say before we move on? Um, I think I think tonight um, tonight discussion you know hit a lot of good a lot of good points, and you know I hope that it gave you know everyone you know some ideas on things to just get them back you know get themselves back to a healthy place, um, get them get themselves back to a place where they're functioning at their full capacity. You know, they're allowing themselves to reach their potential, and they're not allowing the little things and the negative stuff talk to detour them from what they desire in life. So good job. Definitely. And I think that we, too, I really want us to touch on next week, if we can do a part two of this show, how does body image affect um, intimacy within your relationship. And I think that is a really big one because a lot of people don't feel good about themselves, about who they are. It, it affects the way they allow the individual to give them love. And we have somebody um, on hold. I'm so sorry. Let me bring this person on. This is 6322. It is maybe Hang on. Hello? <laughs> Yeah, hey, that's you. So you hung up on us. The phone had disconnected. I had to call back in. Welcome back. Well, thank you. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Did you have something you wanted to say before I read some of the comments that were posted tonight, Keyboard? Oh, well, actually, um, I know when you first asked me that question, I thought you was hearing me. I was just saying, y'all, y'all actually touched on a lot of things that I typically do as far as um, help my esteem. <clears throat> but you know, every uh-huh. day, every day, you know, I just, um, I don't know, every day throughout the day, I just, when I think of positive thoughts, I just write it down on paper or on my phone, you know, just to keep positive um, thoughts in my head and stuff like that. And then dealing with situations, I try to find a benefit in every situ- every difficult situation I'm in. You know, I try to find. The, the benefit and factor of that particular situation is, uh, and try to deal with things that way to stop from getting uptight about everything that go on or, or bad things that's happening. So, you know, I just have little things I, I kind of work on to help me deal with things throughout the day and keep me going, you know. I think that's but wonderful. That's and write down is great, but even better is saying it out loud because I don't know if you really? all believe in a law, law of attraction. But the universe holds everything that you need. So if you speak it, you're going to put it out there, and the universe is going to bring it right back to you. And, you know, people so, say it's God. So we can say God, too. However y'all want to say it. I say universe. But, you know, that's me. What you're going to so say? Just, Go ahead. So, so I was just saying, so just say it out loud, and that will make it even more powerful. Mm-hmm. It makes it more powerful because now you're putting an energy to it. You're giving an energy to what you're saying so that it can come back to you. And it's talking about what you want, not what you don't want. So if, you, if you're if you saying, I don't want to have a bad day, I don't want to have a bad day, I don't want to have a oh, bad no, day, and you're going to no. probably attract a bad day. So you're going no, to say, I want to have a great day, or I am going to have a good day today. Today, I'm going to get everything that I dream, you know, whatever. But you're right. making sure 
say the positive, not the negative. But, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely say it aloud. And then also when you say things aloud, it works just like a play, right? So when you put action behind what you say, your body starts to remember it. Because your body remembers actions before it remembers thoughts. So that's why plays work so well. If people, when you're in a play and you're acting, you're trying to memorize your line, if you put emotion with that, it's going to be much easier for you to memorize that line because your body holds memory better than your brain. So put some action behind what you're saying, and you will start feeling it and believing it. And you'll feel so much better about who you are. And so, Kia said she has something to say. You could just press one, Kia. You can talk. Okay, somebody <laughs> press one. Let me see who press one. Hang on. 1573. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, 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 everybody. I really didn't know I pressed the button, but since I'm here, oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just totally, totally believe I forgot what the gentleman's name was, but you know, and encouraging yourself and in speaking to yourself in a positive manner out loud really increases the more you say it to yourself, it really increases that that strength and, you know, that enthusiasm that you will have with with yourself and believing yourself and seeing yourself in a different way. If there's something that you don't like, you do what you can do to change it, and you just keep on saying, you keep on saying, now you don't like this, then change it. You don't change it, just deal with it. Like, you got to love you just the way you are. If you expect anyone to come into your life and love you the way you are and who you truly are, if you're true to yourself. Exactly. That's a very good point, that you have to be able to love yourself the way you are. And the things that you could change, change. The things that you can't, be okay with that and know that you can't change. If you find other things to actually accentuate those things that you can't change, I guess, I knew that maybe I didn't have, I think I said this earlier, if I didn't have much booty, then I'm going to probably wear clothes that I know that fits my butt really well and hugs at night, you know, and still make it look like I got some booty. You just find ways to accentuate the things that you don't like about yourself. And life goes on. Amen. Mm So that was wonderful. And, um, Okay, give me one second. I think we have one more person that wanted to say something. Hang on, let me bring her on. 4984. Hello, 4984. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. 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 Now, I did have something to say. I have two things to say, but it's kind of like y'all done skipped the topic. But I think the first step is, is actually knowing yourself before anything else. Like, you can't love yourself if you don't know yourself. That's just my personal opinion. Wait, y'all, y'all, y'all got quiet. Why everybody mute now? No, I said, I said exactly. <laughs> oh. 
I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I feel like, um, dang, I forgot everything I had to say. I had a lot, too. I feel like in the beginning, oh, man, I messed up, you all. Dang. Okay, well, it's okay. okay. Tell, tell me where you were going, and then we can bring you back to it. Okay, you were just talking about, it was before self-esteem and body image. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I messed up. I forgot. I was on hold too long. I'm sorry. Well, see, you, okay, just remember, just press one, or if you have something to say, you can always either post it in the group or tell me that you want to talk because I may not see you on one, and then I'll make sure I get you on there. But no, if you I'll think about it, let me know. I'll be back next okay, week. Okay, because I was thinking next week we are going to kind of deal more with the intimacy, but I think you made a very big point in here when you said when people lose weight and their mates start feeling a certain way. That one was a good Oh, yeah, one. that's a tough one, though. That's a tough one. Oh, mm-hmm. I feel you got to be vulnerable. That was that was it. When you asked about um, feeling lose, I feel like more people um, I don't think is – so much the issue of being alone, I feel like, or the blockage, what I feel like is a lot of people are afraid to be vulnerable. You get what I mean? Like, that's like a bad thing these days. It is. And you know, we talked about this. Keyroy, you remember when we talked about a little bit about vulnerability, what, two shows ago, Keyroy? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we had a really big discussion on that. A lot of people are afraid to be vulnerable, and that is a huge issue because if we're not able to be vulnerable, it's so hard for us to find the person that we want or to even get the things that we need in life because we have a fear of being hurt or rejected. So I tell people, too, that, do you know how many people that are buried, you know, in the cemetery with inventions and books and goals that probably would have saved humanity in some kind of form or fashion that did not be, come to fruition because they were afraid to be vulnerable? They were afraid to go after it because they're of that fear of rejection or of being hurt. So we have to get to a place where we can start opening up even just a tiny bit enough to allow someone to come in that we can trust, and then we can build upon that trust with the next person. Then we build again with the next person, and then we start meeting our goals, or we find the love of our life, or we have the family that we want, or we have our dream job because we allowed ourselves to be open and vulnerable. So, yeah, that was a good point. So, you remember something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right. It's all good. It's all good. Y'all ain't right. <laughs> but next, <laughs> next week, we are going to focus more on the intimacy and how just, I love that point about when, you know, when your mate loses weight, then now, your partner, now you're feeling some type of way because your partner has, or even a friend, your friend may have lost a lot of weight. Now her self-esteem is on 10, and she's feeling so good about herself, and now you're comparing yourself to that person. 
Correct. Or you are well, that worried person, about. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, that person is that person is used to not getting the same attention. You get what I mean? Like if you lose eighty pounds and you step on the scene after you lost your eighty pounds, not only do your self esteem changes, but your crew also changes. You get what I mean? Like everything changes. Your lover is not used to you getting that much attention, so they're like, "Dang, now I gotta lose weight." You get what I mean? So it throws off the whole dynamics of what used to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think so. Exactly. And then it, and it makes them feel like, and then you have to think, it's so much that we can go into in regards to that because a lot of people, they lose the weight, but their mindset hasn't changed. Correct. Their mind is still Correct. in that same space of, I'm a big girl or I'm a big man, and I don't feel comfortable taking off my clothes in front of you, or I don't feel like I'm beautiful. Even though everybody around you is like you're you're gorgeous, so we have so much more we have to talk about next week, you all, because this is a good topic. Right. And Tamika and Kiwa, y'all gonna have to talk more next week because I don't know what y'all are on tonight. <laughs> hey. hey man, you know I'm gonna tell you something. You know when you was giving your advice, I mean you you, you really you really um. You can you can hold your own on that a lot of that stuff, but but I I got a lot of info I can put on on some of that next week. Okay, next good because I want to hear it. <laughs> and you know I love to hear the male perspective because we have an audience that's heterosexual and LGBT, so we need to hear both perspectives. I think it okay, you, you know it. makes the all inclusive show. So you know. We gotta hear these things. Well, Anything else you, know, you wants to say? Oh, mm-hmm. go ahead, Kiro. I'm sorry. I was just about to say. You know, I was shut out halfway through the show, so that that kind of messed me up a little bit. <laughs> you know, when the, when the phone got disconnected. <laughs> but it's all good, though. <laughs> okay, great. Tamika, you have anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Um, I just think it, I mean I think it was a good topic. I think that um you 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 were able to give people a lot of things to think about. Um and hopefully, you know, everyone has been able to take something away that will help them I guess help them think a little bit out of the box about, you know, some of the things that they've been struggling with that may have affected their self esteem. And um make make some well, positive changes. Exactly, and you know, we're two counselors on this show, so tonight it was very counselor, therapy-ish tonight. So, <laughs> y'all got to have a pre-therapy session tonight, okay? But I am going to post, I'm going to post our tips in the group shortly, and you all make sure you all are joining us on Saturday with Brunch in the Basement with Javon from 11 to 1. And then on Sundays, it is 6.30 to 8.30 um, for Sunday Evening Shout. And then I am here every Monday, the G-Spot with Mika Ray uh, at 10 p.m. So next week, we're going to focus on intimacy and self-esteem in relationships. And I think that's going to be a very good show as well, very powerful. Remember, I am not here, this is not either, on Monday, April the 18th. So y'all don't get upset at me 
I'm wanting you all in advance. I'm not going to be here, so we're not doing a show that day. Um, <laughs> what else do I want to say? Oh, you can find us. It's blogtalkradio.com slash WJBR. You can listen to all of our old episodes there. And I hope you all have a good night. You have a good night, Tamika and T. Roy. <laughs> All right. Have a great night. Yeah, have, have a good, good night. night. I'm going to play um, "Treasure" by Bruno Mars as we exit the show. So, thank you, callers, for calling in and sharing your thoughts. I really appreciate you. Okay. Good Until night. Baby squirrel, use a sexy motherfucker. Give me your, give me your, give me your attention, baby. Motherfucker.